What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So let's talk some Texas Rangers. Well, that will be the first team we'll talk about. We'll talk about another team after, but I want to talk some Texas Rangers because they have they have a trade chip that no one's really been talking about, and this has come to light recently. I thought it would be interesting to share with you guys. I'm talking about Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. So Isaiah Kiner-Falefa has been the Rangers shortstop for some time and he's a really good player he won a gold glove in 2020 he plays almost every day I mean if you look in 2020 pandemic shortened season he played 58 out of 60 games in 2021 he played 158 out of 162 games he's a steady presence out there he's a glove first shortstop he's more of a traditional like a throwback shortstop guy a guy with a very strong glove but you know, kind of light on the bat by modern day metrics, but if you look at you know old school metrics, you know, you know last year he hit 271, not much power, but at the end of the day, he put up 3.7 wins above replacement according to Baseball Reference. That is that is phenomenal, and he is an underappreciated trade chip. He is someone that certain teams might hone in on because there are a lot of teams who need a shortstop. And he could be a solution, a cheaper solution than all those big-time free agents, the stories and careers and whatnot. So how would this work out? Well, prior to the Rangers kind of cannonballing into the deep end of the free agent pool this offseason, kind of Falefa was, you know, was their guy. But now that they have basically flipped the script, they went out and they got two elite middle infielders. They got Seager to play shortstop, Marcus Semyon to play second base. Those guys are going to hold it down for the next seven seasons. So they obviously could just move Isaiah Kainer-Falefa back to third base. But here's another alternative. They could trade Isaiah Kainer-Falefa. Yes, that could hurt them in the, in the short term, meaning just for 2022. But the Rangers, yes, they're trying to contend, but they're not trying to win at all in 2022. That could bring them a lot of, not a lot, but it, it, it would give them a return that they are happy with. And it would be a means to kind of buy time for one of their fast-rising prospects, Josh Jung. So the Rangers drafted Josh Jung in 2019, number eight overall draft pick from Texas Tech. And he is widely considered to be among the 40 or so best prospects in all of Major League Baseball. He's expected to make his Major League debut this coming season, 2022. I mean, it's even arguable that with a good spring training showing that he could get an immediate look in the big leagues because he, he was dominant between double-A AA and triple-A last year. I mean, after all, I mean, you get 326 across both levels. I mean, if you look at his AAA numbers alone, and he had 348 with nine homers, 14 doubles, and 156 AAA player appearances. He's exclusively played third base in the minors, but he he's he's a blue chip prospect. A lot of people see this as a you know he's he's almost major league ready. So if you trade if you trade Isaiah Kiner-Falefa to let's say a team like the Yankees, you know, because the Yankees have already been linked to him, which I just found found out, or the Twins, who need a shortstop you know th this could be a much cheaper alternative for a team like new york like I, I could see the yankees being a really good fit because you know they don't, they don't necessarily need 
a big splash. I'm sure Yankees fans might tell you different that, oh, they want the Carlos Correa's, they want the Trevor Stories. But they don't necessarily need that. You know, a good, solid shortstop that can hold it down would be good. And they don't need to sign someone to a long-term contract. And they could do that while the Yankees wait for their own big-time prospect, Anthony Volpe, to become a big leaguer. So kind of for if it could be a quality stopgap. So this is kind of like fulfilling needs for both teams, right? Uh, the Rangers would be fulfilling a need of theirs, kind of bolstering their farm while they buy time for Josh Jung. A team like the Yankees would be filling a need at the major league level while they wait for one of their top prospects to be ready. The Twins are similar. They don't have a clear start at shortstop at the moment. Neither do the Angels. I mean, the Astros also looking for how they will replace Carlos Correa. The, the Astros also have a, you know, similar situation as all these teams I've been mentioning. They have a top prospect waiting in the wings, and they don't really know how they'll replace Carlos Correa if he signs elsewhere, which he most likely will. The Phillies, I mean, the White Sox could use a second base, and Blue Jays could use help either at third or second base. There, there are suffice to say, there are a lot of teams that could use Kiner Falefa's help. So when the lockout lifts, this is something we should definitely keep an eye on. Will the Rangers actually make a move, though? That depends on the strength of the offers they receive. I mean, they're not going to move Kiner Falefa just because, you know, he has a modest arbitration salary and the fact that he could be using more of a utility role. He's probably going to be more of a utility player this coming season. But if they receive a strong offer, I'm sure the Rangers will will definitely consider the idea because of all the reasons I just mentioned. So however things play out, kind of Falefa, he's now a pretty valuable luxury item in Texas. He's well-rounded enough to start at three different infield positions, but he's still likely one step down the depth chart at each spot by the season season's end in 2022. Well, at least for third base, it's the jury's out, depending on what happens with Josh Jung. But you know, he could be the starting third baseman if they decide to keep Josh Jung in the minors. Um, Jung is 24 years old, but you know we'll see how spring training goes for him and how much he impresses or, and forces the issue. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Let's talk about other another another team with another interesting trade candidate. So if we look at the Baltimore Orioles, they have John Means. You know, we we know this guy's good. He threw a no-hitter last year, and he's not good just because of no-hitter. He's been good for a while. And, you know, it was reported back in November that the Orioles were dangling him in trade talks, but Baltimore's, they're rebuilding, right? They're rebuilding, and Means is controllable through 2024, and he's projected for you know, only a modest $3.1 million salary. He's good, but maybe the, the Orioles feel like we don't necessarily need someone this good right now, we could kind of repurpose his value to some something or, you know, a couple of prospects who could help us in in two years, let's say. And Means is right in his prime. He's 28 years old. And he's right there. You know, he's a left-handed pitcher. Teams that need starters should definitely pick up the phone and talk to the Orioles and see what they would require. Obviously, it's not going to be cheap. But here's a a top-line starter who could definitely help you out if you need so, if you need some help as a lefty. I mean, that, that's a valuable commodity. A left-handed starting pitcher, come on. A lot of teams would jump on that. Another player who could be dangled, Twins outfielder Max Kepler. So 
Kepler's offensive production has has kind of fallen down a little bit. You know, he had a breakout showing in 2019, huge season, where yeah, he he was getting some some down ballot MVP votes. Not legit, but like down ballot MVP votes. 36 home runs that year, for instance, and a 123 OPS plus. But then 2020, he had a 109 OPS plus. 2021, at a 98 OPS plus. So he's ticked down to around league average. And the Twins honestly might just prefer to hold on to him because they don't want to sell low and they hope that he rediscovers his form. But they just extended Byron Buxton and they have some top prospects in the fold as corner outfield options, Alex Kirloff and Trevor Larnick. But we all know that Buxton is is just an injury away from from a in, from IL stint, he, he misses a lot of time with injuries. We, we know that. That's unfortunately the way it is with him. Um, and those other prospects are unproven. But a, a Kepler deal could be a creative way to address some of their other issues. I mean, they do have, obviously, that gap at shortstop, which I mentioned, and also issues in their starting rotation. It's not like the, the Twins are going to compete right now. So trading Max Kepler could just be a way to to kind of restructure their roster more for the long term, more for the long term. But those are some guys who I think could be some interesting trade candidates as we as we rise out of this, as we rise out of this lockout, guys. It's going to end. Not a big deal, but thought I would mention it. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Mm-hmm.